Welcome everybody to podcast today for June 18th, 2016. The Euros are currently still ongoing. Iceland just got robbed by Hungary. Poor Iceland. Iceland are one of those teams you can root for because they're for a small country with like 300,000 people. There was a stat in their first game where they drew with Portugal that 8% of the entire population of Iceland was in that stadium. 8% of a whole country! Fair enough that whole country is only like 300,000 people. But still, 8% of them were watching their football team play in France. There must have been a crime spree back in Iceland. It's like, everyone's gone, let's go rob their houses. Though they're, they're Scandinavian, they're all very polite and nice. But today, Ireland played Belgium. And predictably, we lost. And th this podcast is going to be about the general reaction to the Republic of Ireland football and when we lose. Because for some reason, we have this thing in our head that we are better at football than we are. And that kind of pervades all of Irish football coverage that for some reason we have this right to go up against Belgium who are one of the better teams in the world at least on paper and when they're flying high they are one of the best teams in the world and we have the right to take it to them and beat them and well, well yes you, you would assume we should show heart and courage and, and do our very best and imagine if we played Belgium 10 times probably seven times out of 10 at the very least we'd lose Belgium are a considerably better team than we are so we during the coverage of that game most of the narrative was, we're being too defensive. We're, we're not actually trying to take it to Belgium, we're not trying to win the game. And I'm like, yeah. What, you want Glenn Whelan to go and take it to one of the better teams in the world? No, <laughs> that's that's illogical. And in the first half, we basically camped behind the ball and frustrated Belgium. We did a pretty good job of it. We let a few chances sneak through, but for the most part, we managed to, to steadily enough keep Belgium out. The one thing you would say is that when we got the ball, we didn't try and keep the ball which I think is a problem, in a very disciplined and, and organised way, keeping as many men behind the ball as possible, but you don't want to just hoof it up to Shane Long, who is one of the smallest men on the pitch, and expect him to try and win the ball every single time, with no support up around him. That is a problem, because if you win the ball and then give it straight back, you're just inviting pressure on you over and over and over again. Now, I'm not suggesting we attack Belgium, I'm not suggesting we overcommit, but at the very least, just try and keep the ball in, in, in an organised and efficient manner that doesn't leave gaps, that doesn't leave holes, that doesn't leave opportunities for Belgium to exploit us. That's not what we did. In the second half, instead of doing more of what we did in the first half, keeping men behind the ball and keeping, you know, a good efficient system of, of closing down, pressing as high as you can, and trying to ensure that Belgium don't find a rhythm and groove in the game, we decided to attack them. And we're not very good at attacking in a way that doesn't leave us extraordinarily vulnerable. And we got punished. Because we didn't play particularly badly. It's not like Belgium went out there and totally outclassed us, because they didn't really. Belgium invited us onto them, and then they hit us on the break in, in a pretty much world-class fashion. Those were some top-quality counterattacks. Fair enough, we left gigantic holes for them to exploit, but they did not make any qualms about exploiting them, because the idea of leaving space for Hazard, the Bruyne, and the Kaku to, to exploit is terrifying, because when flying high and when on fire, those, those three are one of the more potent combinations of players in the world. It's terrifying. And then the narrative after the game, the same people, Eamon Dunphy was like, oh, we should be attacking, we should be playing more football. After the game, when we lost because we tried to play more football against a team that were better than us, he's still like, oh, well, we didn't play enough football. We lost because we tried to play football against a team that were better than us. We're not good at football. That's the problem in this country. We think we have these players that are, are good enough to go up against the likes of Belgium and Italy and, and go punch for punch against them. But we don't. What do you want? Glenn Whelan and, and James McLean and Aidan McGeady and James McCarthy. You want those players to just go and attack? We, they lose the ball every time. The only players in the Irish squad that I'm confident of taking on a player 
would be Wes Hooligan, who, but he's getting on and he he, he doesn't have much pace anymore. Uh, Robbie Brady, who's, who's handy, and uh, Seamus Coleman as well. Seamus Coleman can beat a defender on his day. Other than that, everyone else is, is pretty much incapable of it. Even Shane Long isn't great when he has defenders in front of him. He's better playing on the shoulder of defenders and getting in behind them. We have a team full of championship players and lower level premiership players. They're, they're not a team that's going to walk in against Belgium and beat them. They're just not. They're not going to go punch for punch with Belgium. You want to set up in front of them and try and hit them on the break. Instead, we attack them and let them hit us on the break. And we don't have much pace, particularly at the back. John O'Shea is still a sturdy, solid defender, but pace is not his strong suit. And Kieran Clark, who's, again, he's okay, but he just played for a club that got relegated in an embarrassing fashion. We're not a great footballing nation. It's, it's just not there. We shouldn't be encouraging them to play in a way that, frankly, will set them up to lose. And then the other narrative was, why didn't we play against Belgium in the same way we played against Sweden a few days ago and Bosnia in the playoffs? And the simple answer is, because Belgium are a much better team than Sweden or Bosnia. Sweden and Bosnia are more or less on our level, give or take a player or two. But, you know, as I said, play, play them times out of ten. Five times you win, five times you lose more than likely. Well, there'll be draws in there, but you know what I mean. Generally, Ireland, Sweden, Bosnia, those kind of teams, they're not dramatically different from one another. Ireland and Belgium are dramatically different from one another. We are significantly inferior, and we should not play as if we aren't. Because then we'll lose. And we did! Ugh... <laughs> Those kind of narratives annoy me, where we, we insist we insist we're a great footballing nation that can take it to any team, and you know, with the right setup and the right mentality and the right effort and heart, we can take it to most teams. On our day, we can beat anybody. We're not a fair island, so we're not a team that gets walked over every single time. But don't set up to play against Belgium in a way that Belgium can just go down the other pitch and score, because that's what happened, especially with the first and third goals, where they literally just walked down the other end of the pitch and scored. So yeah, to, to Irish fans, Irish pundits, don't be ridiculous and don't insist we play a brand of football that we are literally incapable of playing. We should have played more like we did in the first half and the second half. Set up in front of the ball and frustrate Belgium as much as possible. Because nil-nil and draw would have taken it. We do need to beat either Belgium or, or Italy. We lost to Belgium now and Italy are the more beatable of the two teams. Italy are unlikely to hit us on the break like Belgium did today. They don't have that pace that Hazard and Bruyne have and Shane Long should cause their defenders nightmares. So before we get too doom and gloomy about Ireland, we can set up in a way to beat Italy potentially, especially when they have already won the group, so they have very little to play for. So they're going to rest players and they're probably not going to take us all that seriously because we don't really matter. So fingers crossed, we can exploit that. Don't be ridiculous about what Irish football is and what it should try to be. Not without a serious overhaul of coaching and the kind of players we develop. That's it as I, I wait Portugal and Austria to begin. Thank you for listening to podcasts today. You can find new episodes every single day. SoundCloud.com forward slash TWSKK. Listen to yesterday's episode with Tanner. Tanner is good people. Thanks for listening and bye-bye.